Welcome to Unapologetically Me, with me, your host, Melissa Peta, the owner of Pilates Plus in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Hey, everybody. It has been a while since I've been on. I have been having to go back and forth between Phoenix and uh, where do I live? Denver. So it has been quite the wild ride. But uh, last night, my Cardinals gave me a phenomenal win. And that's football, not baseball, everybody. Baseball season is over if you didn't know, or if you don't care, that's even better. Baseball is boring. Sorry to all those that disagree. Anyway, so it has been just like a lot of stress, a lot of craziness going on in my life. Um, I did get back in. I'm with a band now. I'm singing backups, and that has been a blast. And I bought a new flute, and do not dare tell me is it a skin flute? No, it is a badass flute that has got the, we can call the French flute where you can remove the holes and it gets a whole different sound. And then I've got a red flute for my Cardinals, but yeah, it's just been like a lot of fun stuff going on amidst the chaos. So anyway, so while we're waiting to see if we have another lockdown coming, um, I've been watching show after show on Netflix and working on the business, trying to get things organized, get my house organized, which is a complete disaster. But I've also found they, they Netflix actually put um, Dawson's Creek on it. And I was like, no, you've got to be kidding me. Like I wasn't the normal girl that watched it in college. Like my friends that were older, I watched it when I moved to Los Angeles when there was still blockbusters and you had to go rent the series and, um, so I watched it a little later than my friends. Again, I'm always coming to the party later, but I loved Dawson's Creek. I like, and the great thing about coming to the party late is you can watch it. You can binge watch. And that's something that most people didn't know about until Netflix, but I love that show. Um, so this is my second go around watching Dawson's Creek. And man, Joey is a little whining bitch, man. Oh. I don't think I ever thought that when I was like watching it back in the day, but watching it now, I'm like, oh, boo hoo. You have two hot men that want you, you poor baby. And like everything is doom and gloom when you're watching her. And even like Michelle Williams character, um, Jen, Jen is like down in the dumps too. I'm like sitting here. It's such teen angst. And yes, I went through that stuff too. I mean, Everything was more dramatic. Everything is more dramatic when your hormones are catching up with you and coming on in. And yeah, I get it's dramatic, but dude, any show where I'm watching like uh, two guys chase after a girl and I'm like, I can't even get one guy to text me back. Granted, we will say that COVID has made it a little bit more tricky to date because you're wearing masks and then you're trying to figure out, is this growing again? Is this whole virus thing growing? Like what's happening? And, um, but it's men as well. And the guys here, I tell you what, they don't want to be in serious relationships. They don't, there's a lot of them that just don't want to grow up. There's like, I swear to God, there's like a Peter Pan syndrome and everybody a lot of girls that I talk to, they're like, oh, well, that's everywhere. And I'm like, no, it is. There's something wired differently for the men that live here. And my experience has been, and it actually hasn't been just here. Like last year, we all know that I was dating a married man and I didn't know he was married. Um, I started putting the pieces together. And that's happened to me now a couple of times where 
the guy has just kind of forgotten to mention that he's with somebody or it's just like this convenient, like leaving it out. And I would never suspect it because why would I, why would I think that a married man or somebody in a serious relationship would, why would you even want, I guess, yeah, if you can have your cake and eat it too, but none of these, I, I didn't sleep with any of these men, so they weren't like getting anything in return for it. But it has just been a wild, Mr. Toad's wild ride. That's not even at Disneyland anymore, but that's the way the dating scene is. And I've started dating again and I call it research because that's the only way I can get through with this. And I know I've been, people are like, that's what you get out there. I'm glad I'm in this relationship. And I'm like, yeah, I just, I'd rather be like, I want, dude, I want that magic of the relationship. And I know it doesn't last, but I want somebody that, or I don't want somebody else. Like, you may think about somebody else, but you don't act on it and you don't pursue somebody else. I want that magic of a relationship. And I don't care how unrealistic it is. That's me. So I just can't decide if like you've got the, I just can't decide like which direction things are going. Like I'm on Bumble and Tinder for my research and I was dating a guy. So I'm 42 years old. I have no I have no fear about telling people that. So I, I date from like early thirties to I'll go 50 feels a little old to me because I guess I'm emotionally immature. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it starts getting like that feels old to me for some reason. So I was dating a 32 year old and it was super fun. I mean, it was, it was a blast because sometimes the younger guys, they like revere us older women and they, like look at you and they laugh at like stupid jokes, which, you know, they just think you're cool. And I don't know why I feel like sometimes I'm just trying to make up my high school years, which I wasn't cool in. And so I meet these younger guys are like 10 years younger. And I'm like, you think I'm cool and high popular? <laughs> so um, that has been interesting, but yeah. So you, you are talking two different, uh, places in life with the 32 year old versus the 50 some year old. First of all, they have a ton more energy and a lot of the 32 year olds that I've dated. And I think that's probably why I'm attracted to younger men is because they're energetic, they're fun, they're playful. And they're just, they've got their whole lives. I mean, they're still like dreamers and everything like that. And I'm still a dreamer at my age. So it's hard when I see somebody that's kind of given up and settled in life. Um, cause that's just not me. But the 32-year-old, he has he has his crap together, like, more than most, um, well, definitely more than people my age, but some people in their 50s. I mean, he's got his own business, 3,000-square-foot house, a little cute little puppy. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Rockin' body, um, very good-looking. If he... Yeah, he could be. Maybe he'll be one of my gay best friends. I don't know, because sometimes that happens to me. I'm attracted to. That's definitely, that's happened. That's nothing that I, I can't deny that one. But um, yeah, this kid has his crap together more than a lot of people. So I like watching it. But again, he reveres me. And I'm like, why can I get my crown and tiara right now? I mean, I feel like next time I see him, I'm going to wear a tiara. So the... uh 32 year old. It did creep me out a little bit when on our second date, he came to me and he was like, can we ha start having babies? And I was like, um, no, no, we can't. Cause usually there's one person that gets caught in that responsibility more than the other. So 
I'm going to say no. Although again, his life seems way more responsible than most people. But um, then I was also dating a 46 year old who do did all the right things. Um, I had a little creeper vibe from him, but I still, he like definitely is a quarter. Like he courts me and he takes me out to dinners and um, invites me places. And I did, I've got a very strong personality. I'm not sure if that's evident, but I got a little pissy with him. We had plans two weeks ago, Sunday, and he just blew me off. And I don't work like that. So I made sure he knew that. And he texted me, like he did the notorious, like, hey, how's it going last week? Just asking how it was going. And I was like, um, fine. And then he didn't text back. And I was like, why even bother? Like, why just, I guess it's to keep like your, your hand in the ring, your foot in the ring, whatever they say with that. But I was just like, why even bother? It's so stupid. So, you know, I don't waste any time. I'm just like, I'm back up on Bumble. I go through things. It's just like, sometimes I get to a guy and I'm like, oh my God, he has children. Like how, oh my God, I'm too young to have children. And then I realize I'm not. And a lot of my friends that have children are having children. So yeah, they're becoming grandparents. Weird. It's also really weird to me, these guys that talk a big game. Like they'll be talking and texting with you like, oh honey, here's what I'm going to do with you. And then like you call them out on it when they go on a date with them and they're like, oh my God, no, I was just kidding. Like, I, like sometimes I'll just be like, yeah, you can do that to me. Yeah. And then they'll like freak out because I, I think just sometimes it's fun. Like the 32 year old was like, I want, he's like, I think it'd be my fantasy is to see you with another guy. And I was like, really? Okay, we'll find the guy. And he was like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But that's just me. Like, I'll just call you out on your crap just to see, like, I'm going to see how far I can play it. Like, I wouldn't do that because I don't like to share and I don't like to be shared. Like, I'm, I just want to be the property. I'm a property of one, but I just, there's a lot of this big game and these, yeah, we're going to, I'm going to do this to you, baby. And then when it gets right down to it, it is like, you can really freak them out by being like, yeah, it's cool if you like tie me up and do this or this. And all of a sudden they're like, I was just kidding. I just, I just like to do normal missionary boring. These guys though, they, like I said, they, I think they feel safe talking like dirty like this and text messaging. So when you meet them and like all of a sudden they're this nice guy where you think they're nice and you call them out on their texting and all of a sudden it's like blushing red. And I, and I'm not the type to be like, like, I will embarrass you if I have the opportunity to, or, you know, make you, hey, let's just see, like, let me just like, let me tell you what you sounded like. Cause some of them will be like, you just sounded like a douche. Like, and okay, let's be honest. This is probably why I don't get a lot of second dates because I am. And then I'm also like, I don't go home with people on the first date generally, but that's another story. So, yeah, but I just noticed people can talk a big game via text. And then and once you, like, call them out and you're like, let's go, let's do this. And they're like, oh, my God, she's serious. So it usually shuts it down. So women, if you want to shut them down pretty quick, agree to it because he's not really going to want to do it. I can almost guarantee you.
I can't guarantee this. So if you do agree to something that he said, that's really, really dirty and nasty and he gets excited, it's not my fault. Like literally I'm just saying, but it's, it's just a majority I found don't want to follow through if they feel like the woman is all of a sudden like, yeah, that sounds good. That's a, that's nothing. <laughs> that's the funny part too. Like really like look at him and be like, that's, that's it. That's all you want for your fantasy. Like in one and out the other. Okay. Well, Hey, let's, let's do it. Dude. Let's do it. Like you, Hey, no holds bar. Let's just go for it. I tell you what they're done. They are. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but it's been my experience that the big talkers usually don't show up. And that's the way that I find them to just slow their roll a little bit, you know, cause sometimes it's pretty disgusting the things they'll text. So last of my research that I went on a date with, uh, he came over to my place after and, um, he came inside and I told him right away, I was just like, Hey, you know, I just, I gotta be here. I gotta be home, but I wouldn't mind carrying on our conversations some more. And the next thing I know, like he kissed me, but then the next thing I know, he's on my couch, like unbuckling his pants. And I was like, and we're done. Like, again, why would you, if anybody's going to be unbuckling those pants, it should be me. Yeah, but it was just this assumption because he had been courting me. And like I said, we haven't talked now because I was just like, I don't like getting blown off. So yeah, I, and he did, he did see me after that, but he just assumed that after three dates that he could just take off his belt. And I was like, have a good one. And I'm not saying you have to wait for three dates because let's be honest, a guy can leave you after one date the same as he can after three. Three date rule, it doesn't mean he's going to sit day with you if you decide to sleep with him or if you decide to wait. It doesn't mean he's going to stick around. Like that's just, that's just the fact. I just don't know where guys like this come from though. Like where would you ever just feel like you can go into somebody's house and then even without them asking for anything, I guess inviting them in is part of the problem, but they just start unbuckling their pants and like demanding they want that. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. So, I mean, he was out pretty fast after doing that. Cause it was just like, yeah, not cool, dude. Not cool. Guys keep the damn pants on, especially after like a third date. So yes, life's lessons tonight. Keep your pants on. Don't start unbuckling on a third date unless it has been instigated and there's a ton of passion going on. Uh, that's then maybe you can go ahead and let her unbutton them, but or unbuckle you, but don't do it yourself. Secondly, men, if you're going to cheat, make sure you're very, very hidden about it. I uh, just was checking out my Facebook page today and, um, a girlfriend of somebody just popped up on my page as a person you may know. And I am not with the person, but it is uncomfortable. Listen, that stuff, your drama is your drama. I've got enough going on. I don't want that added stuff. And I definitely don't want a girl calling me or confronting me. So just Keep it on that side. All right, you guys, I'm going to go watch some more Dawson's Creek where there's still Blockbuster and payphones and overalls. Talk later. Peace out. Have a great week. Bye-bye.